We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have Peter King. It's cool for me to hear Peter King uh, on the air because he's one of the first people I remember reading uh, as a sports fan and thinking... Like, ooh, this is, like, I want more of this, please. Like, give me this guy. Do you remember the very first person of that ilk? I got two that stick out in my brain. Well, if we're not talking local people, I would say Peter King's probably one for me, man. No, no, neither of mine are local. Like, I mean, I could go local people like Bob Smizek and, you know, grew up reading Ron. Um, Dr. Z, Paul Zimmerman at SI Football. And then it pains me to say this because I have not read something he's written in probably 10 years. Jason Whitlock? Bill Simmons. Oh. Man, Bill Simmons in 2000 was like a phenomenon, man. For your 15-year-old guy, loves sports. I had a college roommate that would read Bill Simmons every time he took a crap, and he would be in there for like 40 minutes. Well, Simmons would write some long-winded pieces. And he was a Boston sports fan, so it was just a... Page 2 was fun, though, back in the day, because they had that thing that they would put on their screens called the boss button for people who were reading it at work, and it would just click you over to a dummy Excel spreadsheet if you were actually in like a an open office situation. So, Peter King here on Arthur Smith. And he, these are his initial thoughts on the Steelers' new offensive coordinator. He believes in doing what works. He's not going to try to force his philosophy. If if he finds that Najee Harris is not good being used all over the map, he's not going to do it. And if he finds that Friar Muth is not Janu Smith, well, he's not going to force that. So I liked Arthur Smith. I really, really like him as an offensive mind. Uh, so I like the hire. That is a departure from Canada. I have to keep reminding myself that I shouldn't like the Arthur Smith hire because he's just, quote, better than, than, what, they had. than what they had. Yeah, it's the worst reason to like it. There's because no the last guy is one of the most incompetent, inept NFL assistant coaches of all time. So it's not going to take much to be better than him. That quality in Smith, though, is the antithesis, I think, of Canada. I think Canada was really not someone that was going to waver much from what he believed in, in part because I don't know if he really had a second pitch. I think he was. this is who he was in college, and this is who he tried to be in the NFL. I don't think there was a lot of being able to uh, bend and uh, contort himself to the way the NFL game was played and working with his assistant coaches and working with NFL players. I mean, I still think his biggest problem was the scheming within the game. Like, there was just no adjustment on the fly. It's obvious that some of what he had in his offense in terms of its precepts worked because Mason Rudolph made it work. Mm-hmm. 
but I think in games, he never had a punch back. He even, Canada once in a while would come up with a decent opening drive script and they would kind of look competent and then the wheels would fall off. Uh, more Peter King on what Arthur Smith will do day one here in Pittsburgh. He's very young thinking. I really like Arthur Smith. I think he got in some trouble in Atlanta, obviously, with how he used uh, B. John Robinson. And look, I think one of the things, I mean, there's two things about Arthur Smith that I think are, that I think are really interesting. One, he, his players talk about how he likes to play positionless football. It's why when he was in Tennessee, whatever, maybe four or five years ago, um, he started playing Jonu Smith, who's, I don't know, maybe a 260-pound tight end in the backfield. Uh, And he had him, you know, basically part-time being a running back. Uh, and, And so I think that's the one thing he's going to do. He's going to play all players all over the map. Uh, which I think is an interesting thing. The second thing is... We'll get to the second thing in, in a second. I'm in not sure here. interesting is good in that particular one. I'm, I'm, I don't feel as uh, bullish about that. Like, it just... I guess for me, if it works, obviously it looks great, but it's like you're maybe having Jonu Smith do something he's never done before and only practiced like that year. I do think the Steelers have a player like that on their roster, though. Calvin Austin? No, I think Connor Hayward. I think Hayward is a guy, I, I don't think they could really figure out where to play him and how to play him best. Is he a fullback? Is he an H-back? Is well, he a tight end? We know Arthur Smith loves fullbacks. So I think that Connor Hayward is is a player that Matt Canada, being what he was, a brain-dead offensive coordinator, he was just, Hayward was just kind of a tweener guy for him. Uh, bit player, part-time player. Uh, but I, I do think that there's some playmaking in there, and I do think that there's, with someone that has... Smith has a tight end background. There's no way around that. That's where he made his bones. He was a tight ends coach working for Mike Munchak and those guys for a very long time. So I think he's, I think he has a, he's an offensive lineman in high school and college. I think he's a big fan of guys who kind of fit that profile. And he, he did use Cordell, Cordell Patterson a lot more than just a special teams guy in Atlanta too. So in the best case scenario, I think, Hayward is the type of player that would benefit a lot from the offensive coordinator change. I, I don't think Calvin Austin would. I think no, Arthur I just, Smith wants big guys. I, ju- I think I Calvin Austin's going to get phased out. I jumped the gun on Calvin Austin just because it was annoying to watch a guy with all that speed who actually looked like he had some skills pretty much go to, to waste. They used in Atlanta two tight ends more than any team in the NFL. They used three wide receivers less than any team in the NFL. And I think that Hayward might be the second tight end more than Washington. Washington is a very good blocker. He had how many catches last year? Seven. I think that's it. Seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, he. I don't know, Chris. We, we, Fittipaldo's going to come on in a little bit. He says there's no chance he's an offensive tackle because his knees are so bad. That I, I think that is a chance to end up just being a bust pick. If he's only a blocker. Because of health problems. Well, if he's only a blocker, Matt Spath was a third-round pick, and he was a very good blocker people liked. Different era of football, though. Well, they want to play bully ball. They're trying to play throwback football. Same era for the Steelers. It's 2024 for everyone else. It's 2009 for the Steelers. Okay, let's hear the second thing. Is I, I believe that he's going to be a tight end's best friend. 
because he just believes that a tight end can do so many things that are hard to stop for a defense, especially an athletic tight end. So I would think Pat Fryermuth would be very happy with this hire. But Pat Fryermuth can't block. I don't know if Kyle Pitts is a great blocker. He was a glorified wide receiver, but he's also I mean, that's a way how, better athlete than Fryermuth. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to talk about. How good do you think Fryermuth actually is? He had that huge game against Cincinnati as soon as the coaching change got made. I loved the pick when it got made. He's been so injured. He feels like he's an underachiever to me. And when I think about him now compared to the tight ends that are still left playing in the Super Bowl, Kelsey and uh, Kittle, Laporta, um, I don't know, man. Andrews I, was bad. Yeah, like I even Isaiah Likely. It pains me to say this because I like the guy a lot, but it hasn't worked I out so far. I don't, I don't see a great tight end there anymore. Well, I don't see all of those guys can at least block nominally. Pat, I guess, has a couple of plays maybe where somebody could point out where he did hold on to a block well or do something. But, but how about just using him as a glorified wide receiver? Do you think he can do that at a high level? I just don't. I don't see Kelsey's the gold standard in that in that regard, like the way he finds holes in the. How zones. about Evan Ingram in Jacksonville had a monster year doing. He's a former first round pick. He's a big talent guy, dude. I he had I guess 114 I just don't, catches. I just, Chris, I guess I just don't see it right now at all with Pat. I don't. I see a guy who's underutilized and who's been hurt, but I don't think that there's there's some sort of seismic greatness around the corner for him that Arthur Smith's going to unlock. 32 catches for a 308. Uh, it was his worst year. It was his most injury-plagued year, though, too. He only played 12 games. How many of those catches and how many of those yards are in one game? A third a of third. his yards, basically, and a third of his catches are Donnie, in one how game. about you? Where do you come down on Fryermuth and Smith untapping him? Do you think there is a great player there? Great mind? player? I, I don't know if I'd go that far saying great player. Um, I mean, he could be a good player. I, I thought, what, his second year last season, not the one that just passed, but the one before, uh, I, I thought we saw some pretty good things out of him. But, I mean, yeah, the injuries absolutely have to be a concern. Uh, now, the, the the blocking, it's whatever. I mean, they, they have a, a tight end that will exclusively, exclusively block. Another one who doesn't seem like he has that much interest in it. He can sometimes beat his man, whatever. Uh, I, I think he can make him into – a little bit better than what we saw in the 2022 season. But I don't know if he really has the heights to be like the next great tight end in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a solid player. And this is a tight end friendly uh system. He'll make him probably better than solid if he can stay healthy and, and the quarterback's the, not a total disaster, but Well, you you just said it right there. Like the other thing is we are seeing some untapped potential there maybe because he got the last year of Ben Roethlisberger, and so far, no, I mean, he's yes. gotten really nothing from the quarterback. If Pat Fryermuth was playing with Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, he wouldn't have Kelsey's numbers, but he'd have very good numbers. I know, numbers. but just think about your eye test. No, it doesn't. He what doesn't does, pass it. Pat, I hate to say it, but I thought early in his career he dropped more balls than he should. He's fumbled, I think, too much. You know what I don't love? This is going to Does seem he like go nit- up over guys? Does this he run people over? Nitpicky. I don't think when he does catch the ball in space, he's very elusive. Doesn't Kelsey always seem to catch the ball and then make a good amount happen after the catch? I'm speaking anecdotally here. 
So I don't even know if the stats back me. But when I see Travis Kelsey, like in that Buffalo game, he catches the one inside the five and just breaks for the sideline, stretches the ball out. Like I don't see a dynamic player after the catch right now with Fryermuth. Do you? No. All right, here's one more from Peter King. It's This is what this one says. Can't ask Smith to go with Pickett. They've got to get a quarterback. They have to. they got to get a quarterback. And I realize it might be a little bit unfair to Kenny Pickett, but that's modern football. If you're casting your lot with Kenny Pickett and you find out on November 1st that he's Mac Jones reincarnated, you are in big trouble because you're not going to win. You're in a division where there's two and maybe three very good quarterbacks, at least two. And there might be three in Deshaun Watson. We don't really know. Name me one team that's got the worst quarterback in its division, who who won its division this year in the last couple of years. Very rarely happens, if at all. And so they just have to make sure that they improve that position a lot. I mean, I agree with that, but that's not what I think people here, some people here want to hear right now. I think there are people for whom Kenny Pickett is not a lost cause, and this is going to be something that maybe helps him out. He'll be more insulated with the running game, and he'll be able to thrive. But I think that's a that's a cold, hard truth. So I think so. That answer I think begs two questions: one for fans, and one for the Steelers, and the answers are probably different. Right there is, I think, the supposition by King that. If Arthur Smith doesn't fix Kenny Pickett, it's not his fault. He's blameless. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. He wasn't hired here to take Kenny Pickett and make him into something he's isn't. That's how I take that answer at least. Mm-hmm. You can't look at what he's look at the hand he's been dealt compared to the other quarterbacks in the division. That's how I hear that. Kenny Pickett's not tied to his hip. Right. Do you think that the organization feels that way? And do you think the and, and Steelers fans is a totally different thing? I won't ask you to speak for them. I'll ask you to speak for yourself. I already know your answer, though. You don't think that Arthur Smith's? I don't think the that, organization views uh, Smith as tied to Pickett like that. I don't think so. I think if they did view somebody as tied to the quarterback, it would be somebody who had more of a history of working specifically with quarterbacks. I think Arthur Smith is brought in, and the thing he's most closely tied to is the organization's offensive DNA for the most part, which has always been we want to be big, we want to be physical, we want to run the ball. So you're telling me if Pickett is Mac Jones reincarnate, mm-hmm. like Peter King said, yep. the Steelers aren't going to think less of Arthur Smith for that. I don't think so. I think he'd get the same thing Kenny is getting one year with somebody else. Okay, but he still gets put on some kind of probation then because... You're saying he only gets one year after that? I mean, that's... Well, no, one. I'm saying he'll get the two years because the Steelers don't really fire these guys, but I think it will be viewed as, well, we just screwed up with Kenny. We believe in the coordinator. Kenny just can't play. Just like Kenny is getting one shot this year, I think. So it gets flipped. To do it, yes. It's the exact inverse situation. Last year it was... Kenny, we're going to get you a real coordinator, and if it doesn't work this year coming up, it'll be Arthur will get you a real quarterback. So Kenny struggles in 2020. Three are the coordinator's fault. If it happens again, it's on him. Yes. It better be. I think Peter King, by the way, there, and I'm not Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me kind of situation. We won't get fooled again? Yeah. Correct. 
I also think that Peter's view of Kenny in terms of how the organization should proceed at the position is way more in line with how most teams would actually handle things after 25 games. So today is the anniversary of Super Bowl 43. 15 years ago, that game happened. Yep. And I remember watching it. I've watched highlights back from it. I, I think I've, I usually watch at some point between, I'll watch the whole game again between now and the, uh, the actual Super Bowl because I'm just a weirdo like that. I have so, never watched the entire game since the day it happened. I think that's a little bit. No, yes, you have. We watched it here. Not like sat down and said, it's my sole focus. I wouldn't watch any of these games if Donnie didn't put them on. Donnie, have you watched back Super Bowl 43 from beginning to end? I have. Yeah. And just because it's part of the Cardinal story in that game, they bring up Matt Liner and how Warner took the job from him. Mm-hmm. And so think about what Peter King is saying about modern NFL football. You don't have time to be patient or whatever. You, know, you can't just wait for Kenny Pickett. That team that the Steelers beat in the Super Bowl exactly 15 years ago, Leinart was a Heisman Trophy winner who was the 10th pick in, in the draft. That was his third year there, and he was a backup the entire year. He had lost his job the year before to Warner. I went back and looked this up. You know how many starts he had before they said the hell with this guy? It's like 16 or 17. So you've got Steelers fans saying things like, you can't make a judgment on Kenny after 24 or 25 games. Yo, a team dumped a top 10 pick after a season's worth of games. Pony, you don't even need to go back that far, though. You can just talk one year previous to Kenny Pickett. The Jets used the second overall pick on Zach Wilson. He got essentially 22 starts. Their intention for him was to not start again for a while. Because of Aaron Rodgers. The only reason he started 11 games this year was because Rodgers got hurt. He got less. He got fewer starts than Kenny has already made in the NFL before in terms of how they acted about the position. They decided to move on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 